Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We do appreciate you joining us this morning. I'm Tom Neubauer. He's Dan Bush. Special guest in the studio today is Al Shook. And uh, Nick Bodie's on the boards. Uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And we are willing to take your questions and comments live on the air at 414-799-1250. And we're also on Sports Radio 1250 AM, you know, and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Catch us both ways. And good morning, fellas. I, good morning, Danny. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Nick. Test morning. one, Boy, two. we got a full Test house. Yeah. My mic morning. working? Hey, yeah, it is. I can hear you. Oh, good. My headphones aren't. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, there's another, there's another set behind me, I'll Danny. just wiggle the cord here. All right. Well, first of all, before we get started, I got to tell you something. Um, our... At home, our clothes dryer went out. That's exciting. Well, it was going in next month in May. It was going to be forty-six years old. Holy We've had moly. that, yeah, had that clothes dryer for forty-six years. Only had to replace an igniter and a belt once during that time period. Well, it finally stopped heating up. So Nothing I, like a Sears Maytag. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was a GE actually. Okay. So anyway, uh, so we. Uh, I called a guy to come and check it out, right? I went on Angie's list, found this guy. He came over, and uh, he he says, boy, that's pretty old. Then he sees the part that's bad. He says, well, it's a big old thing, right? And uh, he said, yeah, big old thing. <laughs> I, it's think called your, a, think your called, oscillator's bad. Yeah, it's a, a burner. Well, the burner. And, and uh, so he starts calling around to see if there's a burner available. <laughs> Got to get a replacement one of, burner. One of his suppliers Maybe I can says, get a used one. One of his suppliers says, yeah, yeah, I had one of those 10 years ago. <laughs> so basically, there's no parts. For, and he said, and Tom, looking at this, uh, time for a new one. <laughs> and I said, okay. But I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, his name is Jeff from J Appliance Service. He's in Sussex. Now, I had never met the guy before. he came come over. Very knowledgeable, very nice, hardworking guy. He must not have charged you if you're giving him well, this big actu- shout out here. No, actually, he knocked some money off. He says because he doesn't charge people the full amount if he can't fix it. It's kind of like what I did in the dent business. You know, if I can't fix it, I ain't going to charge you. 
And uh, he, he said, you know, I do got to charge you something for my time, you know. And he right. spent about an hour there. But uh, he said, uh, no, I, I, I can't charge you the full amount. He's really, really a fair guy, good guy, knew his stuff. So I can recommend uh, J Appliance Service in Sussex. So anyway, my so question. I bought a new one. My question, Tom, is this. <laughs> yeah. It's 46 years old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why would you even bother calling a service guy? Well, it could wouldn't have been something that, easy. Wouldn't you at that point realize this sucker's 46 years old? I'm going to buy a new one. Well, should I or tell you? find a used one. Okay, should People I, give them away free when they move, Tom. Should I tell you why? What? Uh, was it a wedding present? No. Did they have some, no, some sentimental no, value? I'm really my, attached no, to my dryer. My wife, my wife told me to. <laughs> she told me. Call somebody over and have them check it out. <laughs> she told me to. I would tell so her. So I said, yes, dear. I That's all I ever her, say is yes, No, dear. we're going to go buy a new one. Yeah. So, well, we did. As I got the dolly and yeah. lugged it up the stairs yeah. to get I'm rid of it. The dryer must have been older than the guy that came and looked at it. And, and you know, the washing. Yeah, we, we bought. <laughs> we No, not not really, no. Uh, but we, uh, we bought a washer and dryer, you know, when we got married in May of, well, what the hell was that? 73. And uh, years ago, yeah, yeah. So, no, in '73, <laughs> and uh, the washing machine died after 43 years, it didn't last as long. <laughs> I had to buy one three years ago, <laughs> but hey, we got our money's worth out of it, so I'm happy. Uh, also, Danny, I got something for you Mini Mite twos and threes of the colors that we had. Holy that cow, I look had at down these there. babies. Now, I think of the colors that I had available. For those of you that can't I, see, my hands reached out. I'm yeah, <laughs> Al grabbed them to check them out. Those are some uh, great-looking mini mice. Now, some, oh are, those, some of those are purple, and some of them are a glitter smoke. Uh, you know, something that m- might be good when you go up there. All well, right? I There's told different you, colors. I told you that one guy I bumped into beer talk one time at a bar. He was grew up on Washington Island, and his brother was up there that first week of July fishing as I was talking to him, and he said, my brother's go-to secret bait for big smallies up there is the yeah, mini mite. Right. Wow, look at these things, the yeah. big size one. Now, that one might be the best one for the smallies, not that's, the two. That's oh, what. Yeah. The three. Yeah, the yeah the yeah. three, the big, this is, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm now. Ex- they'd smash Northern, too. I'm getting excited looking at this thing. Okay, now, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Since we're, <laughs> since I, since we mentioned the mini mites, we got an email. Uh, this is coming from morning. Marty. Marty writes, hey, guys. Last week, you were wondering how a guy from Michigan was listening to your show. I found it on the. Tune in radio app years ago. I searched for outdoor shows in the search was part of an app and a number of outdoor shows came up. Then within the last year, I went to listen to your show on the tune in radio app and your station was gone. I scrambled to search for your show and station and found the station on the radio.com app. And that's how I came to listen to your show. Also, I have always lived in Michigan, so he's always been there. Keep up the good work. And that's from Marty. Well, thanks, Marty. And, Tom, if I may just interject there for a sec. Go ahead, interject. Uh, Yes. Yeah, as far as our streaming, we are exclusive with Radio.com. Now we are a Radio.com station, so the Radio.com app. Uh, Otherwise, 1057fmthefan.com or just Google 1057fmthefan Milwaukee. And in the top right corner of the website, there's a button that says listen. 
can also listen later on demand or in the right, podcast right. store anywhere. So radio.com app, 1057fmthefan.com. So I remember I called you guys maybe, I think, about this time last year. I couldn't find you on the app. Oh. And you told me, oh, it's radio.com. And ever yeah. since then, I've and my palatial estate up in Crivet, so I can listen to you now. Yeah. And here's another thing. This is another thing that's new today. And But before I tell you about it, i got to tell you this. The prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to CEOguys at Yahoo.com. Uh, starting on this show this week, and it'll be every week, when you play the Hornschwaggle and win, not only will you get that $10 gift certificate from Carl's Country Markets, you will also get a prize from uh, Baitmate, and you can either get a first aid kit or uh, your choice of uh, Baitmate fish attractant or Coleman insect repellents. So they're going to... A person's going to win something really nice, you know, a bunch of nice stuff. That's right. And so the way the process works is we contact Baitmate and let them know what your preference is. Now, if you wanted 20% DEET and they send you 40%, it's based on what's available, what they'll send you. Yeah, don't complain. Yeah, so (laughs) we'll do our best, but you'll get something. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get something. Not that we haven't had some complainers in the past. Only one. Yeah. And that was, I think that was just, you know, sometimes things... We were being hornswoggled. Yeah. <laughs> I we asked... were hornswoggling the hornswogglers. Yeah. Yeah. I asked the lady that uh, this past week, do you know what a hornswoggle is? And she says, no. And she's looking at me kind of suspiciously. And then I explained it, and then she got a little chuckle where? out of it. I can't tell you where. That's, <laughs> that's a secret. When you it's were getting secret. your back waxed? Yes. <laughs> or getting the dryer fixed. Were you fishing, or were you at like a massage parlor? Where were you? Me, me yeah, and, were you like, me, you me and, and Robert McCar- Kraft. <laughs> no, he was oh like, yeah. yeah, you and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah. the team was having a meeting. Yeah. Was meanwhile, a, yeah. meanwhile, <laughs> Jim oh. was tracking the elephant. Meanwhile, Marlon and Neubauer were upstairs getting a massage. Yeah, and the local natives were going through the bush banging some coffee cans <laughs> to make sure Merlin could get this picture. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what was his last name? Mer- Perkins. Merlin Perkins. Was it Mutual, Mer- Marlon Perkins? Mutual, Mutual of, of Omaha. Yeah. Mar- Marlon Perkins. But right? if this happens yeah. to you, Mutual <laughs> of Omaha. Yeah. yeah and Brought to you on Sunday nights. The guy's name was well, Jim, Jim, his assistant Jim, or whatever. Right. Yeah. He was the one that always had to fight the anacondas and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, I think the anaconda was Stan. Jim got replaced by some South American dude named Stan. He was kind of like a. Uh, what do you call a cowboy from down there? El Guacho or something? Uh, I don't no, know. No, no, yeah. I, I know what it gaucho. is. A gaucho. A gaucho. Yeah, yeah gaucho. So, and yeah. the, one of the most unbelievable episodes years ago was when they went to actually lasso a grizzly bear. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding? Yes. <sighs> I blank you not. I, I was thinking about this. I saw it as a kid, probably eight years old. I don't know. I used to watch it right before I was forced to go to church on Sunday nights. Um, I'd miss the wide world of Disney that came on after Bonanza. But anyway, uh, yeah, he was roping this grizzly. Jeez. And actually, I actually YouTubed it about a year ago just to make sure I was not imagining <laughs> it, okay? And it, it's a small grizzly, right? Okay. Doesn't and, matter. And, and they get it. They roped it. And, uh, and he had it on the horse. And I think they had two horses 
two ropes on it, and it was kind of like yeah. st- stuck between them and the horses. So as Stan got off to walk on out to it to get another rope on it, all of a sudden the grizzly kind of like a kid taking his shirt off, ripping his shirt off his head, that bear rips the rope off its, off of it, and it looks at Stan. <laughs> Stan looks at the bear, and Stan takes off running. And the bear takes off after him, and he runs to a tree, and he jumps up. He did a pretty good jump, too. Stan was pretty athletic. But I, I guess, would suppose you would I guess jump if you got yeah. a bear on your ass, you're going to jump pretty high, as high as you're ever going to get anyway. So he jumped up and swung his legs up, and wrapped around the tree, and the bear went right underneath him with his paw and missed him. Now, in hindsight, looking at it, the bear didn't look like a real big one. And it didn't look like it was at full speed chasing him. It looked like it was kind of, yeah, I think if that bear had really... drugged? I don't know. I don't think drugged, but if if it had turned on the afterburners... The bear, I think, would have got Stan, and it was still a big enough bear yeah. where I think Stan would have been in trouble. I, I heard on a show once that grizzly bears, an adult grizzly bear, at full speed can reach 40 miles an hour. I I don't know. but That's, 30. Well, I, 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 I read it and heard it. I've heard 30. Black bear, and, and I've heard this, that I don't know if anyone's actually ever got them on the old track with yeah, the spikes on with the stopwatch, but they've pretty much estimated they can go like... Zero, zero to thirty, pretty quick, and yeah. they have said they can beat a racehorse in like a in like a hundred meter sprint. It, yeah. I mean, they accelerate faster than a than a horse. Either way, either way, you don't want you don't want to outrun it. But no. the stand thing wasn't that crazy, Tom, because I've read books, and back in the old west, uh, that's they they used to get the gauchos out and down when grizzlies were south. That they would actually go, and that's how they'd capture the grizzly bears. Yeah. And then they would have bull and bear fights. Where they yeah, would actually they would yeah, actually was... stake a grizzly bear to a big post with a chain on one paw, and then they'd let an ornery bull loose in like the little arena, yeah. and then they'd all sit around and you know bet probably cerveza, drink cerveza, have a few a smokes, time. have a few drinks. Tom, That's... you would have liked it back then. You'd have looked good, like you would have looked like with a big Mexican hat on your head and a big mustache having a smoke. You'd look like one of the guys sitting on the fence post betting. Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, I look like a guy who's going to take a break. (laughs) And we're going to come back in just a couple of minutes, folks. If you want to get in touch with us, just email us at ceoguysatyahoo.com or call us live at 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more. And we'll be talking about turkey hunting. All right? Okay. Well, everybody's just staring at me. Okay, we'll be right back. 799 is the phone number. Uh, 799-1250. Yeah. What did Isaac say? You, you said 799. You're missing a couple digits there. <laughs> What's your social security number? <laughs> Maybe we could throw that in there. <laughs> Oh, folks, we're having a good time here on the Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors. Al Shook is with us today. Now, Al has been a delegate for the Wisconsin, uh, what do you call that, Conservation Congress for the last 25 years. He thinks he's had enough, might hang it up. No, I know I've had enough, <laughs> You've and I had am enough. hanging it up. All right, and uh, but let's talk a little bit. Now, uh, now, what's going on this weekend with turkey hunting? 
Uh, as far as I know, uh, it's supposed to be the mentored hunt for turkey. Yeah. And there's no age, an adult, a child, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their chance to go out and uh, learn to turkey hunt. And uh, I haven't done it for several years, but I, I saw some people at the quick trip this morning when I grabbed some coffee. There was at least six guys yeah, and that was their meeting location, and they were going to head yeah. out to the Kettle Moraine out there and uh, by Palmyra. And uh, yeah, now what? When can. does the regular season turkey start? You said the seventeenth. I looked at my calendar, and the first uh, the first week starts on the seventeenth. Yeah. I, now, Danny, are you going to be going turkey hunting this year? Well, being the well organized individual that I am, of course, I didn't put in <laughs> for a tag. But last oh, okay. year. Yeah. Last year, I did go with my brother, Tim, and he blasts a bunch of them. In fact, he likes to use that tactic of reaping, yeah. where he took the couple big turkey fans together, right? and he made like a giant turkey. It's like five feet wide by five feet, looks like a fan, and he puts that out on a light little PCV pipe. and In front of them. In front of them, and these, rooster, these roosters, Tom's come running up to them. It's, it's amazing. But uh, I did go with him last year. And uh, I tried to put the sneak on a turkey with that thing, and uh, I don't know, the turkey disappeared. It was a couple hundred yards away across the field by the time I got over there. It was gone, and my hamstrings were cramping up from crouching down behind that thing. Um, but he uh, he actually called in a couple jakes, and I, I, I could have shot one. In fact, it was late season in later May it, where you, we just bought an over-the-counter tag. Yes, And there's still plenty of them available for that unit where he's at. And he actually says he prefers hunting in that mid to later May when most everybody else is called her a wrap. He gets great action out there. And now, if you get an extra permit or multiple extra permits, you can shoot them all in one day. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not one a day. It's whatever you've got authorization yeah. for they're not tags no. or whatever anymore are you going l i mean yes. and you are going yeah, i've got i've got the second time period yeah. and what i would like to find and i've seen it used a couple of times it's a four by two piece of mirrored it almost looks like a mirror with handles yeah. and a hole and when you walk right at these turkeys oh, they see themselves and they see themselves or they see they don't see you because they're looking at the mirror and it's got a little kickstand on it so when you get close you pull the kickstand out, put the gun through the hole, kabang, and the show's over. A mirror, yeah. So they're looking at they're, the mirror, and they, they, they don't know it's them. They, they just, see another turkey now. If yeah. something comes around to the side and sees you, it's a different story. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's the same thing like Dan was talking about with the fan on a stick. Yeah. You just keep this mirror out. That it's mirrored board. It's yeah, not yeah. glass. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be too heavy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that is. I've, I've seen <laughs> videos of it working. I know yeah. a guy up north that does it. He doesn't have a pop-up tent. He doesn't use camouflage. Uh-huh. He's got a sling on his shotgun. He sees birds in the field. He gets the thing out of the truck, and he walks right yeah. at him, gets close enough, shoots him. No. That's no, a, well, yeah, that that's makes a, hunting yeah. real that's hard, a, doesn't that's it? That's exactly what yeah. my brother brought. Yeah. In fact, he was up by his, there, his – he's got a church in Oshkosh out in the country, and he took one of his neighbor uh, kids out to fish there, and he saw a big turkey in the field, and he went next door to the farmer, said, do you mind if I hunt? And went, and he grabbed his big – his big fan thing, and he crept across the field and blasted a big tom, you know, just like that. Not even planning, like you yeah. said, not even wearing camo. No camouflage, yeah. no call, you're, no you're, nothing. You got, he's hunched down kind of behind yeah. the thing and just yeah. holds it out in front of him. That's not, it's amazing. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you two a question, 
And I'm going to also ask this of the audience. And the audience, I want you to give us a call at 799-1250 and give us your answer. Here's the question, guys. If, you, if you've eaten wild turkey and store-bought turkey, which one do you like better? Al, wild. You like the wild better? Why? Uh, all of them in my neighborhood that I've shot have eaten hickory nuts. Yeah. And it, even no matter how you cook them, it's almost like they've been hickory smoked. Okay, and uh, is it flavor. is it more dark meat? You you think on no, a wild turkey? No, it's all white meat. But you've got to understand that a wild bird has a very narrow breast. Yeah, it doesn't have that like the store bought thing. Right. Yeah, it's just you know almost like a tripod from right. the breastbone back. But it's it's all very good. I always keep the legs and thighs, and I use make tetracini out of those. Yeah. But uh, the breast meat, I usually will barbecue it. You know, fillet it okay. off and barbecue it, grill it. Danny, what do you like better? Um, I, I, you know what? I've had, I've had wild turkey so infrequently that I really can't. It's not like I had domestic turkey one day yeah. and wild turkey the <clears throat> next day and said, oh, that was better. It's been years since I've had any turkey, probably, okay. so I really can't <laughs> okay. say. Well, I can't say because I've never tasted wild turkey, so I've only had store-bought, and I must admit, I make them deliciously. Uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe sometime I'll try them. Nick, how about you? Have you ever had wild turkey? Oh, I love a good glass of wild turkey. Sitting oh, on the couch, there you watching go. a Packer game, maybe a little splash of Coke in there. Nice big ice cube, yeah. Oh, three fingers, yeah. Okay. Three fingers of very, wild turkey. I like sure. Al. He he runs my style, man. He's very, very good, Nick. He likes that wild turkey. Oh, jeez. That's what you get from a guy from from who graduated from Oshkosh. Yep. Right away, thinking about alcohol. I was trying to skip work <laughs> next week to go to pub crawl, but I couldn't get anybody to take. Where's the, the pub crawl? Up in Oshkosh. Oh, man. they have they have pubs up there. <laughs> UW zero, yeah, one or two, one or two. My brother went to that college, yeah. and they they had a bar called the Library. That was the big thing. Yeah, I spent the night at the library. Yeah, Nick parents... just graduated from there this year. Oh, okay. He just uh, just was it like a month and two months ago? It was like de- it was December. I graduated oh. from. Oh, Point. okay, a few months ago. <laughs> Graduated from Point, and it's getting pretty close to the time of the year where they have the annual trivia contest Yeah, up at the campus. Oh, they do that? And that, yeah. that was at least, uh, geez, 65-hour 60, drinking contest. You know, they just I thought there was a trivia contest. Yeah, you got to have some fuel to keep going, you know. Drinking contest, trivia contest, whatever. It's just, you know, just kind of brain fluid, you know, oh, got to keep going. Okay. All right. Well, it is Wisconsin, I guess. <clears throat> So, uh, so, and and what area of the state do you hunt in, Al? A Waukesha County for oh, turkeys. Oh, really? Right out, right yep. out, right across the street from my house. Really? There's a couple of farms, and yeah. I know the I know the people that own it, and I don't have to go far. Oh, that's that's really nice. Yeah. Like I was telling you during the break, uh, uh, I'm not going to say exactly where, but I was in, in a parking lot, and uh, there was a fence by a cemetery, and uh, the fence from my car was probably 20 feet away. And this uh, hen turkey kept walking back and forth, trying to get through this fence, but just her head would fit, fit through, her head and neck, and she couldn't get the rest of her body. And she, this went on for like 10 minutes, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, she just ended up walking that whole fence line and out of sight, you know. But I thought turkeys were supposed to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about smart. They're smart when they have to be, Tom. Yeah. Oh, They've got okay. great eyesight. They always yeah. say that the turkeys can see what you're thinking. <laughs> Is that right? That they, yeah. You blink, and they'll, yeah. they lock yeah, on they'll to you. lock on you. 
Well, listen, we got to go to a quick break. Coming up next will be the Hornschwaggle, and then uh, not the Hornschwaggle. We'll be a gut report, and then the Hornschwaggle will be right after the six forty-five break. So stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up, folks, on the show. Special guest in the studio, Al Shook. And if you got any questions about the upcoming um, spring hearings, spring hearings, Al's the guy to ask them to. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, you know, there's a lot of different coleslaws. You know, you can buy it from the store. You can make it. There's different ways of doing it. But here's one of our favorites, uh, creamy coleslaw dressing that you put into your thinly sliced cabbage or or if you grate the cabbage. I like grating it. Anyway, uh, here it is. It's pretty simple. A half a cup of mayonnaise, one tablespoon of vinegar, quarter tablespoon of salt, two teaspoons of sugar, and this is optional, one teaspoon of celery seed. Pretty basic, pretty simple. Mix that in with your uh, with your cabbage, and uh, I think it's pretty good, and I think you will think so too. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks, Tom, for that enthralling gut (laughs) report. Shut up! All right, we got somebody on the line. Yeah, we do. We're going to talk sheds. Yeah, this is the time. Good morning. Who's this again? Hey, Rich from Milwaukee. Rich. Hi, Rich. So uh, what are the tips for people finding sheds this time of year? Well, a couple of things. Uh, Number one is you got to know where the deer are between January and February. Kind of like Whitnow Park. Whitnow Park, you know, (laughs) is a class example. There's a lot lot of deer... they got a deal deal where they've been shooting them out of the last couple of years out of there quite a bit, but there's still a lot of deer. Yeah. Uh, Whitnell Park is uh, it's I, I used to find about seven sheds a year out there. Wow. And uh, it's it, there's a lot of people looking for sheds, so there's a lot of competition. Um, it's it's a you know it's been a passion of mine for a long time. I, I don't get out like I used to, but uh, it's it's you got to know where the deer are. Right. That's number one. And uh, a lot of, a lot of, I think what a lot of people do is they, they go to the areas where they hunt in the fall and where they see bucks and scrapes and all. I'm not a, I'm not a firm believer in that because the foliage changes from the fall to the winter and you know this and that and those deer go into different areas. But uh, that's number one. Would you look for like a trail where maybe a big one might be walking through a narrow trail and if he's got a wide rack, it would snag on brush or anything and fall off. Uh, you know what? That can. Uh, I have seen uh, uh, where deer had actually taken their antlers and went into brushes to rip them off. Really? Um, a bigger bucks generally, when they lose one because of that weight balance on their head, they want that other one off. And um, they, uh, um, I've seen them shake their heads many a times, and to where that usually means that they want they're close to coming off. And uh, I've seen it where, one, in fact, one, one big buck in, in Whitmill Park, for example, uh, the next day, one of the antlers were off. 
and uh, it's 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 really interesting to see that. What do people do with these antlers? Well, you know, I, basically, I just have a man cave, and I've got mine hanging up from my from the rafters, and I've got them displaying on desks. And some of my larger uh, larger bucks, I've actually had uh, sheds. I've actually had pairs mounted on heads. Okay, and I suppose you could uh, use them for rattling too, right? You, you know, you could. And um, it's just that you have to realize the amount of time spent. To, you know, you might find one one antler in eight hours. Yeah. And I used to find 20 a year, and I found as many as 50 a year. And, you know, we're, we're only talking like southeast Wisconsin and northern Illinois. We're not talking yeah. going to Iowa. And yeah. But, you know, if, if, if people like to hike and they like the outdoors, just to be in the outdoors, yeah, you know, it's it's it would be well, a nice way to pass time. My, my brother went up to uh, Monroe County where we deer hunt uh, a couple of years ago in the spring, about this time. And he did spent about eight hours. Like you said, it was an enjoyable day walking in the mm-hmm. woods. Yeah. And he found one nice shed from a, no, he found two, he found like a small from a four corns fall. And then he found like a nice side of an eight pointer. I haven't had a lot of experience or luck doing it, but where I have found sheds is along a trail. And then there's either like a little ditch or a fence where they have to jump or make some kind of a sudden movement. That's the only place I've ever found them, and I've never found a pair. I've found a single or whatever, yeah. but uh, the ones that I've found have already been chewed on. Hey, Richard, do you, do you, did you uh, do you ever use a dog looking for sheds? Didn't we talk about that? We did. We did mention uh, talk about that a little bit last week. Uh, I believe that the dogs, what they do is they pick up the scent. Uh, again, if 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 well, maybe obviously you guys never have seen it, but animals like raccoons and possums, they urinate on them. And um, I actually got some photos of one pulled out of the snow where you could see there's something urinated on it. And I think what the, what the dogs do in the training is they more or less are getting a smell. Sure. So they I don't smell think they're that. Saying, oh, there's a deer antler. You know, go get it. I, 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 people train with them. I had a dog that we, I would say, go get the shed, and it would go get the shed antler. But uh, as far as finding one in the field, I just never spent any time yeah. uh, with that way. Go out back and get the yeah. lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Richard, thanks for that uh, information. That's uh, very interesting. I'm sure there's some people that have never done it that might want to even try it, go to their local park. Because let's face Absolutely. it, there's there's deer in parks. Well, I guess you know? <laughs> something to do today if it's going to be warm and sunny. Yeah, it'll be a nice day for it. It was uh, one thing about this year was with the amount that. of snow we had. The, 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 the antler shed before the main snow this year, and in layers basically is how that worked. And you had to be out there. Uh, you had to be out there when we first got those two fifty degree days when uh, when the snow started melting is when you had to be out there. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks, Richard. Take, take Appreciate care, Richard. it. Hey, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Guys. Thanks. Now, uh, before we get on to some other stuff, Al, during the break you were telling us about some of the boat launches where the docks are in. I drove around Waukesha County in my area. Um, Okachi Lake, the pier is is in. On Silver Lake, the pier is in. And these are the state free launches. And on Golden Lake, the access isn't open yet because they repaired the boat launch. That asphalt uh, approach was in horrible shape. And they uh, sawed out quite a large area and poured concrete just in yeah. the last week. Now I'm assuming yeah. that they're going to have the pier in here real quick. Yeah. Now so, out at Smokey's Muskie Bait and Tackle <laughs> Shop, those docks are in year round, so that's open. Also, you know. important announcement here, yes. Egon. Um, speaking of uh, Smokey's Bait Shop piers, 
Uh, I got a note from uh, Lowy that uh, they have two slips available. Oh, they do? Two Ooh. slips available. Now, if anybody knows the how getting slips on Pewaukee Lake is like finding a good shed. They don't come it's too harder than easy. That. And people always come by in the middle of June, July with their new boat who just bought a million-dollar house on the lake going, uh, gee, um, where's a guy that, you know, any place that rents slips around here? And you go, dude, they're all filled up by now. So two slips. So I know somebody out there has to jump on this quick. And uh, Louie, she has her slips generally more reasonable than some of these other places. Oh, without I, a doubt. They're too that, cheap. That I, that, I, <laughs> that I hear. Yeah. So I guess the best thing to do, uh, what is it, uh, 6919659, Tom, call the Smokey's Musky Shop and talk that, to Ron out there? Well, it's not open. So, I mean, he sometimes he's there working on stuff. Sometimes he's not. So I spoke. Well, I guess you could call the well, Muskie shop have, just in case. They're going to have mistake on the lake there and well, next on the twenty seventh. On the twenty seventh, yeah. On the twenty seventh, three is weeks. Mis- yeah, mis- three weeks. The twenty seventh is mistake or, on the lake. Or maybe. Uh, well, give that phone number again so yeah, they, they can call. Danny, them. are you sure we want Tom giving out the number here? No, so nine nine is the phone we don't number. Want Tom to give any names out for keep sure. Keep in mind that those yeah. slips are either for a boat or a pontoon. I've seen yeah, them both right, there at right. the at the musky shop. So yeah, the musky shop is. They're not for canoes. Two six two six nine one nine six five nine. I think. Yeah, that is it. Is that 262-691-9659. Otherwise, that's the musky shop. Um, could they just? That's about it. That's it. Well, they uh, well they, they, they could email us. They could email us at CEO guys at yahoo.com and leave their phone number, and then I would forward that to Lowy. I'd call her up and say, "Here's a phone number of somebody who's interested in a slip." So yeah, they can do either way. Yeah, okay, okay. First come, first serve, though, bub. So All they'll right. go in a hurry. That's right. They will go fast, and they are less expensive than anybody else. They really are. Now it is time to go to a commercial break. But guess what, folks? Right after this commercial break will be the Hornschwab. Now, if you have won in the last month. Or six weeks. <laughs> we try and, we're trying to get new blood to let all of our listeners have a chance to win. So uh, now if you played and lost, okay, that's fine. But try and we want to give everybody a chance. You, you give, call, give a call at 799-1250. I'm going to make three statements, and you basically are telling me whether they're true or false. Basically, if uh, if I'm hornswoggling you, if it's false, you say that's a hornswoggle. If it's a true statement, you say no hornswoggle. So 799-1250, what do they win, Tom? Well, they're going to get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market, which, by the way, Carl's Country Market now has live bait. Nightcrawlers, leafworms, redworms, waxworms, uh, right at the gas station there at Carl's Country Market. And, of course, you can't pass up all their fine meats and sausages out there, so check that out. Also, from Baitmate, you can eat, you can take your choice. You can get a first aid kit, or you can get a, a little selection of Baitmate uh, scents or Coleman insect repellent. So Danny will ask you all that after, if you win, and I, I'm sure you will. All right, well, we got to make them a little more challenging now, Tom. We yeah, got this, this huge. Is a, this is a heck of a big price package. Yeah, big nice price package. Gosh so, darn good kind. Yeah, so we'll be right back with more, folks. Stay tuned. You're listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan. The prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to CEO Guys at yahoo.com. 
Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening this morning. Anybody got a fishing hunting report? Feel free to give us a call. Right now, however, we have our world-famous Hornschwaggle contest. People call from all over the world. We get calls from, you know, uh, India, uh, Asia, all over the world. But right now we got a local guy. Patagonia. Patagonia. Morocco. Yep, the back roads of Morocco are the only roads of Morocco. But we've got Mike Kagi from West Dallas calling. Uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. All right, good morning. so here we go. You know how this works. You've played before. Okay, <clears throat> mountain man John Coulter was caught by the Blackfoot Indians, stripped naked, and allowed a 100-yard head start before turning the warriors loose on him. He did escape, and this miraculous escape has been known as Coulter's Run. That's a horn schwaggle. Oh, that's a no horn schwaggle. Oh. No horn Yeah, he's a mountain man. One tough son of a gun. One of the Indians st- stumbled when he got finally caught him. He grabbed the spear from the Indian, stabbed him. Then he ran, jumped in a river, went underneath the water, kind of holding his breath while the Indians ran up and down the shoreline. And then he made it back like 100 miles back to a fort. Yeah, Coulter's amazing, those wow. tough mountain men. Okay, but that's okay. Next one. <clears throat> The Tennessee record largemouth bass was caught in 1946 by Mr. Goober Pyle. <laughs> That's a horse swallow. I'm you sorry. Better Come believe on, it. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Turn off Al's mic over there. What the hell's going on out here? I can't help it. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> I think Mike would have got Mike that one got anyway. anyway. Okay. <laughs> Goober. Goober. Remember him? He was Gomer's brother. Yeah. And he was on, uh, yeah, he was the mechanic. Mayberry RFD. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's a mechanic, just like his big brother Gomer was before he went off to do the Marines. Did he he sing too? No. No, I don't think Goober ever. I don't think he sang in the Marines. He was equally as dorky, however. Yeah. Goober. (laughs) You know, I never had kids, but if I did, I think I'd name him Goober or Sue. Okay. Uh, Floral carbon line. Floral carbon line tends to sink more than mono or braid. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's no hornswoggle. All right. All right. We got a winner. You're a winner, Mike. All right. Winner, You're welcome. <laughs> winner, winner. Yeah. All so, right. a uh, couple things. You'll get the $10 gift certificate, which we'll put in there. To Carl's Country Markets. Yep. I'm also going to throw a, a business card for the Cutting Edge Outdoors in there, which you can use to contact us and or give to a friend to continue spreading the news about our show okay. and uh then uh as far as bait mate they do have a new option where you can get the combination pack of the a fish attractant and an insect repellent or you can get the nifty little travel first aid kit what do you think i think i'm gonna go with the first aid kit all right good uh, choice i like to have one extra in the boat good That's choice good. first aid kit very good so we got that so Thanks for listening there, Mike. And uh, we'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll mail the gift certificate myself. I email your information to our good friends at Baitmate. Then they'll send you that prize package, the uh, they'll first take aid care kit of that. separate. Yeah, yeah, they'll take care of that. Okay, so. thank you, guys. Okay. Nice show. All right, Thanks, take care, Mike. man. So, I, Mike. Well, I got a question for you. Sure. The, uh, the guys at the lagoon at Greenfield Park and all that, there's uh, trout fishing in that day, today, isn't there? They have... Uh, Next week, you know, they show the kids how. To oh, that's fish, that's uh, April thirteenth. April thirteenth. Next week, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. All righty, bye now. All right, bye.
Yeah, uh, we'll we'll bring that up real quick, uh, and just bringing it up on the on the World Wide Web. I got it down in my important notes right here, guys. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, they got a bunch of kids' clinics next week, the thirteenth, in the parks, uh, and you can go online and get information. The DNR website, um, you can, you can find it there. Our friend Tom, Mister E. B. Gardner, is going to be doing the one in Washington Park. Oh, he will. Yes. Okay. And these are put on by volunteers. Exactly. From the various local fishing clubs Absolutely. around the area. And that's going to be next week, April 13th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I'll, I'll just let me give you the quick give list the, of parks. Give us the list, Tom. Brown Deer Park, Deneen Park, Greenfield Park, McCarty Park, McGovern Park, Oak Creek Park, Scout Lake Park, Sheridan Park, Washington Park, Kosciuszko Park. In Washington County, you got Regner Park. In Waukesha County, you got Foxbrook Park, Menominee Park, that's Land and Quarry, and Muskego Park. And just to give you an idea of all the clubs that are hosting these, you got the Okachi Fishing Club, the uh, City Sportsman's Club, the Great Lakes Sports Fishermen, uh, Southside Sportsman's Club, Badger Fishermen's League, Oak Creek, uh, Friends of Oak Creek Mill Pond, Walleyes Unlimited. Uh, Milwaukee 1400 Hunting Fishing Club, E.B. Gardner's Fishing Club. That's going to be the one at Fishing Park, our old friend E.B. Gardner. Washington uh, Park. Yeah, that's at Washington Park. Uh, Wisconsin Fishing Club, uh, West Bend Kiwanis, uh, Lunkers Unlimited, uh, Wisconsin House Outdoorsmen, and with Women's Hunting and Sporting Association. Boy, see, there's all kinds of clubs and special people that – so that give up their time to do this. Yeah, I remember last cool. year that that was that weekend of that big April snow. That was the Saturday <laughs> Saturday sleet, and then Sunday they got oh, all the snow. But terrible. kids still showed up out in Mosquito. They did. Now, yeah, Tom, there I were twenty up. or thirty of them that came out in that weather. Yeah. And Tom, I don't I don't think it's the Kiwanis Club, isn't that the Kiwanis Club? Kiwanis, I'm sorry. Yeah. And how about Cayusco? Cayusco. Cayusco. Isn't that Cayusco? No. Cayusco. Kosciuszko. It's Kosciuszko Park? Yeah, Kosciuszko. He was Go a, spend some time down on Kinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinnikinn
And you say, and you wonder why people I, and, think we're sodbusters on yeah, this station. And, and and I didn't even oh, drink. I, I haven't had any alcohol this morning at all. Well, that's a good. shame. That's good. It's not seven o'clock yet, but that's good. <sighs> hey, clock has nothing to do with it. Oh man. Well, sometime during the show in the next hour, we will be giving away a, a free one year subscription to Badger Sportsman Magazine. So that will be coming up sometime during in the next hour. Sometime. So we got that going and, for yeah, us. Yeah, we got that going for us. And then, uh, you know, there is a... Which is nice. Okay, now when we come back, we're going to get a little serious because what? some of you people might have questions for Al with the upcoming spring hearings because things have changed a little bit, right, Al? More, than a, more than a little bit. They've Not changed yeah. quite serious, a bit. They, they've changed a little bit, and Al's just going to give us a, a quick update on what you can expect, what's going to happen. Like a big stamp on your forehead. <laughs> well, if you lean forward, that's where we'll mark it. It's six 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 one zero zero one. You guys should sell lottery tickets there, you know, just for the heck of it. Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> Roman crapshoot when you get there, anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah. All right. So, so we'll be doing that in the second hour, uh, and then uh, and then of course coming up during the show, we will talk about early season crappies, and because there's a question that I've had asked several times, I'll ask you guys, I'll ask the audience. But, you know, the thing is about fishing, which I think that one of why we're, we enjoy fishing so much is because you can never really figure those fish out 100%. I've always said if you try to outthink a fish, you're going to lose because fish don't think. So when react. are we going to talk crappies next segment? No, or no, after no. We're later. Gonna, late, later on during the show. Okay, let me know. Yeah, I, we will let you know. We'll talk about crappies. Maybe we'll have a special crappy song. I, you know what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're All thinking. Right. We want some crappies. Think alike. <laughs> well, down so now, folks. If you're thinking I'm saying that goofy crappies down south, they call crappies crappies. No, they don't. Yes, they, they, call, they do. They no, they don't. Brim. Yeah, and bluegills are called brim. Well, I know that. Yeah, they call crappies They're crappies. crappies. They're crappies down. And they south. call the kiwanis kiwanis. Yeah, well, whatever. Kosciuszko. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cut off his mic now. No, anyway. Okay, we got to go to a break, folks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 